Welcome to the Incorrigible Party After Party. I'm Patrick Hillier, the guest NPC. The first one. The first. The very first one. Do you remember his name? Wolfgang Ulrich. Wolfgang, yeah. yeah Wolfgang Ulrich. I think um, that's probably easy for you to remember, right, Patrick? Right, because his name's on the bo- on the side <laughs> of my El Grande box. <laughs> <laughs> I totally did not get that. <laughs> hey, you got you guys aren't the only ones who like steal, you know, like Mr. Applebee's and you know, easy to remember Prince names. Prince Charmington. Things, right? Yeah. Yeah. Lame <laughs> attempt, Leland. Lame. <laughs> right. So it's like, hey, this just happened to be sitting right there while we were talking. So like, hey, there's a good name. That's amazing. It went over my head initially. Oh yeah, I didn't. You know, I didn't really expect it, anyone to. To, to notice it, it was just happened. It was. I thought it was a you know good name. It is good. Oh, name. I, I I thought it was good too because you literally said in the episode, yeah, my my parents just saw it on a box. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was an awesome. <laughs> that, that was the jo- Yeah, that was a little bit of a joke. But <laughs> <laughs> well, in uh, today's after party, we're talking about sixteen, seventeen, eighteen. That's right. Those are those mm-hmm. ones. Okay. Yeah, it, start, it starts out. Uh, I believe we're on our way to. Where where were we headed at the beginning of this one? We were by the lake, I believe, yeah. camping, and then we were uh, heading down to Goldham. Goldham, I guess that was our destination. Yeah, tried to get to Goldham. Yeah, Shaft really knows where he's going. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, yeah, all the time. The, Never leads us astray. I, it really doesn't make any difference if we have a plan. <laughs> we just sort of point a direction, and uh, we end up where we end up. Well, you were like, I'm a ranger. I know where everything is in the mountains. <laughs> mountains are my, my territory. Do I yeah. have a favored enemy anywhere in sight? Yeah. Well, I didn't think you listened to me. I, I feel special now. <laughs> Do I sense any orcs nearby? Oh, man, I did. That was amazing. See how that came yeah, There was handy. one behind you. <laughs> that's right. I think that's one of the funniest that's one of the things that's made me laugh the loudest uh, so far in this podcast. <laughs> I did not see it coming. No. It was such low hanging fruit, but yeah, the, the comedy of Leland Steele. I'll pick it. Yeah, if it's, <laughs> that, pick it. I don't care how low it is. I'll pick it. <laughs> so yeah, I think uh, what we said sixteen uh, was the first one. So we pretty much took our time, went down, and finally worked our way into the cave. I believe the first part was uh, a little interaction with an ogre was it that's right yeah that was the la- this is the lantern is that episode. what you kill murdering some calls murdering somebody a little interaction for a, yeah. for a lantern <laughs> though you know well that lantern that, was important that lantern's chef. sweet yeah i don't have dark vision i but that lantern is awesome so it was important to get that back that was also 16 is also the episode where you emily lied straight up lied to my face about which result I had dictated on the percentile no! meant what? Because <laughs> I, you know, I say something and can't remember it three seconds later, so I have to rely on you guys. It was pretty <laughs> sly. <laughs> That's why I was laughing so hard when I. Said I know, that. and I should have realized that you were full of shit, and I just took you at face value because you know you have, you have a very kind, trustworthy face, Emily. I do. <laughs> So what, what did you learn, You Leland? deceived me wholeheartedly. Yeah. <laughs> that was about the fence, right? Like, which side? Uh, I think that was um, the the orientation of the, how the lantern landed, whether or not the light was pointing into the cavern or... Ooh, you said the, it right. Good I said it right. Job. Or pointing at the... Pointed wow. at the door. He's allowed to say it however he wants. Well, listener at home, we've recorded months ahead, and he still says cavern for the next little while here. <laughs> do I? Do I actually say? Yeah. Isn't a cavern like a, a you, monster too? You did it both ways. You said cavern and cavern. I know. Yeah. Okay. Because I, I, I swear I say cavern like on the red. Uh, <laughs> I don't know about that. Thankfully, we've got well, every it once in a while. You got you get a little curious and you got to dip into the cavern. <laughs> See, see what's down there. I just assumed it was a Canadian thing. That's, <laughs> the no. first time I heard it, I went, what What the hell did he just say? Also, the first time I've heard it and <laughs> been in Canada for over 30 years. <laughs> <laughs> well, look, I, when I, I also had the exact same 
reaction to it when I heard it back editing. <laughs> like, what did <laughs> I just say? It's a, it's a West Coast thing, I guess. See how nice we were. We didn't correct you at the time. No, I let you, was very let you surprised. continue on and say it over and over again during the recording. <laughs> just like suddenly a good make friend fun would. of you later. I think it's honestly because I, the first time I said it, it was because like I was thinking cave, like this is a cave, but it's also, it's like, well, it's in a mountain. Is it not more of a cave? And then, so I, like, I'm like, it's a cave. Oh wait, it's more than that. Urn. <laughs> <laughs> so, so. <laughs> and then he just went with it. And then I just went with it, I guess. Like that, I fell into the balls, pattern here. I'm impressed. <laughs> and then we assumed you had nothing planned for that. So we were just like, he doesn't even know what he's talking about. I didn't have uh, basically any of Session 16 planned. So you guys found this cavern. There you go. That was unplanned. <laughs> really? So and then, it, and then yeah. it became something that I planned because I knew you guys were there. Oh, interesting. It became a very elaborate plan. It sure did. There's a whole lot to that uh, mountain that was So many barely levels left upon. to explore. I put some work into it, yeah. Yeah. It's fingers crossed you guys get back there. Well, Spoiler if alert! He doesn't get. Oh shit! Hey, spoiler <laughs> alert! <laughs> Hopefully you out, get right? back there. It's like, okay, yeah, all right. we might. Well, we might be uh, led back there by someone. <laughs> <laughs> well, and then we and then we hit session seventeen, which seventeen and eighteen featuring the Patrick Hillier. Thank you. Which will I think probably become a staple of our NPC guests. It took us about twenty minutes of the episode before we actually got to the guest. <laughs> For you guys fucking around. Yeah, poor Patrick just sitting there waiting. I enjoyed listening. It didn't feel that way at the time, but listening back, yeah, we well, took a really I get long time. Pretty engrossed with myself when I'm talking, so it's easy for lots of time yeah. to pass. <laughs> We were very preoccupied with these dogs, and Leland you know. was trying to make it as easy as possible to get past them. Oh, they take when they're well fed. He's telling us all this stuff. <laughs> we're yeah. still screwing around. Well, I mean, we're supposed to ride them out of there, I believe. That would have been awesome. I was I really hoping, but at the same time, I was equally scared that, like, I'm going to try and mount one that's just going to chew off my leg. Yeah, they seemed a little scary. Yeah. I did not really want to ride one. Yeah, I didn't trust them. Well, it worked out. We rode an elevator instead. <laughs> yeah, the, we sure did. The safer method. <laughs> did you? Um, I was. I did not think that elevator I was, was going to be a thing. Did you? Did you plan the elevator to be something that maybe like Gozer would crank up and down? Like, did you anticipate all of this like um, Gozer pouting and not cranking? And like, <laughs> no, of course not. Of course not. You can never anticipate anything that Gozer does. <laughs> and again i i see i i mean i had it like mapped out but i didn't really have thought out how the elevator exactly worked until i had until you guys got to it i'm like oh i have to explain how this works so <laughs> yeah. if you notice i didn't explain at all in the episodes uh about how how one on a floor without the elevator would call the elevator i was thinking yeah. that myself Yes. <laughs> yeah, so that wasn't explained, which it does exist, but I didn't explain it at all. Oh, I thought that was just a hole in a hole in your uh, your. Well, it was at the time, but of course it's it's going to get retconned should you ever get back. Oh, there. okay. Well, so. <laughs> well, we were there. You you can let us know on the after party. How does it work? <laughs> oh well, I mean it's just the same. On every floor, there would be a similar crank. It's a winch, which you would be able to use to to raise or lower the elevator. Okay, on so is, when falls are in use, shatter. And they heard something was amiss. They could have called the elevator instead of. Yeah. Could the crank on the floor be used to counter the crank that's on the elevator? That's what yeah. I'm thinking. Yeah. See, ex- like, exactly. Like, could they have just like a drug award? Yeah. See, there's probably a lockout mechanism right. that keeps the two from working at the same time. Exactly. Know? Otis, the that's wizard, right. probably <laughs> thought that out. <laughs> <laughs> Look, they. You don't know how. You don't know who built it. You don't know how smart they were. You don't know what kind of. <laughs> how how far ahead they thought of things so there's mm-hmm. still some mystery to the elevator itself yes okay. and they were fresh out of uh, elevator lubricant <laughs> <laughs> i loved the the squeaky crank sound effects yeah, there. Right. patrick so uh patrick saved us that's true yeah, yes. he did <laughs> he legitimately did yeah he did <laughs> How much damage would that have been? Yeah, how would you figure that out? Um, So the max falling damage, I believe, that one can take is 20d6. 
Oh, uh, had you had you hit the bottom of that shaft, I certainly would be maxing out that damage. Oh. Sure, and then, and then there was like a bunch of guys down there or orcs or something too. Yeah, that would have been you perfect. said twenty d six goblins. Yeah, 20. goblins. I don't think we made it to the bottom of the shaft though. Mm-hmm. I don't think no. we right. It just we just like like I think we just came down and saw this. Yeah. Cave cavern, <laughs> cavern of, of goblins, and then we're like, oh, go back up, go back up. Right, I was legitimate. I was legitimately scared on that we were like done for. When that I was, was too, honestly. How how the hell would I have fudged that? Um, <laughs> would falling damage kill us? Kill us, or would we just be unconscious and then wake up like prisoners? Well, I mean, I guess. It, yeah. it, well, it would depends. depend if it did. Again, it could outright kill you if it did enough damage to you, right? That's well, twenty d six. So if it if it does, yeah. So double. falling damage, you you take one d six of falling damage for every ten feet that you fall. Oh, so we we don't know how long the shaft was, but you do. Right, okay, okay. but it ma- you're right, and then I guess it the the idea of it maxing out is you know when you fall you hit terminal velocity, right? So you're only going to take that max out falling damage. Which is 180 hit points, which is way more than double hit points of any of us. Yeah, yeah right. Twenty d six. If they were all, if they were all sixes, would be Yeah, whatever. Yeah, I can't math the nine. Two forty, but you got sorry. <laughs> a lot. <laughs> no, it would be a hundred and twenty. Six times twenty. Yeah. Way more yeah. than enough to kill us outright. A few times over. Most likely, yes. yes. But is Especially it not at your guys' level. You'd need to roll a, a bunch of ones for Faldrin to not be obliterated. <laughs> yeah. I had to roll 20 ones. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wow, yeah, my math was way off. Oops. Sorry, Em. Sorry for that, picking my on My math you. was off, too. Yeah. yeah, and it takes three people to figure that out, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that was, that was clutch that, uh, that Patrick... Mustered his strength and grabbed. It wasn't just. It wasn't winch. just me. It was me and my buddy, who. who Vixner. <laughs> we can we can talk about that right now. <laughs> so so Leland sent me very good notes, which I transcribed over to this piece of paper, and yet I gave you the name of the town he was from as his name, not. <laughs> I knew it. Not the name. No he wonder gave it was me. close to Vixner. I did want. We I knew thought, it. I know. That's awfully awfully close. Uh, it's awfully close. We isn't even it? commented that. That's so funny. Yes, you did. I know. But, you know, he just went with it after he I did, said yeah. it a couple beat of times. Sweat, just a beat it. of sweat's developing on Patrick's head when we're asking him. <laughs> yeah. I will say, should the party in the future uncover the, the more about what was exactly was going on with Wolfgang and Vixner, mm. it, almost, it kind of actually almost makes sense. Okay. What so. makes sense? Okay. Very that his name is Vixner. Right. That his name may or may not have been inspired or in close relation to oh. uh, a city in his yeah. oh. oh. <gasps> So they're really so he really was lying and Brynn probably should have killed him. Are they- <laughs> <laughs> that was the other thing in my notes. I, I got to find my notes here where it says, is, is Brynn going to kill me? I don't know. I can't find my notes. But it's just like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Bryn's not very not very predictable um, on the on the killing front. You guys think that, but yeah. like in all reality, I kill less people than we run into. Like it's so that's, I am chaotic neutral. I'm for, like a 50-50. For the amount of reputation you get for killing people and for the amount of smack talk Faltern gets, I think my kill count is is pretty significant. You technically give the final blow. <laughs> Even the most prolific serial killers can say that. Yeah, I, 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 I kill less people than I meet. Stop it. Yeah, that's a good point. Let me think what I want. <laughs> yeah, I mean, she is getting a little bit evil. I, I've been like playing her character more recently. I'm trying to keep in mind that I'm playing her kind of more evil than I should be. But eh. been around Gozer too long. But like, yeah, Gozer, Gozer and Brynn are establishing a friendship. You guys will stay tuned. I think there's. I think she's. I think she sides more on the greedy side, uh, which is okay. That's, true. That's not as evil as you know, selfish and and you know, just wanting money. Nothing wrong. That's that's not. There's nothing wrong with that. I'm just saying that's a different th- the difference than evil. Evil. Darth true. Vader. Evil. I definitely agree with that. Yeah. True. True. Right. Gozer doesn't care as much about money. She's just evil. Yeah. <laughs> right. Right. Gozer. <laughs> yeah. Well, 
it, Gozer seems more chaotic than anything. Yes. Yes. Than evil. There was a lot of Gozer uh, little um, Easter eggs. I don't yes. know. In this, these three. Mm, yeah. 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 Calling Things out for revealed. Elena and... Liana. Liana. Not Elena. Thank you. Elena. It is close, though. Liana. It is very close. <laughs> I called Elena Liana, but Elena was Bryn, so this is not even... Um, that, the tooth on her necklace. Yeah. Yeah. And she's got a whole more bunch more teeth now, too, I guess. But Whatever the ogre had on yeah. that bones that he had, now mine. Yeah, uh, so it was almost like like seventeen and eighteen were like a bit of like almost like a bottle episode, uh, which was interesting. And it, it may um, as it's always so funny just listening back, like how we rec- like just world events that like the the way you guys are playing, right? Like, and how the days pass, where we'll we'll literally have like six sessions of releases that it's like a single day <laughs> yeah <laughs> i don't know how that happens but it always does and like i think at this point uh it's like day nine of the overall campaign like there it's been nine days since you guys met oh, in, in zexa like yeah it's not been very <laughs> many days yeah it'd be really interesting to to write down on a piece of paper what's happened each day and how and many compare. people have we killed a day Oh, I, 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 yeah, I, I certainly have those notes. Yeah. You have our kill stats? I have your field stats, yeah, that's right. Kill, 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 kill stats. stats. Oh, kill, oh, sorry, kill stats, no. But I have, you know, like a day tracker. I, I do think the kill stats, if the person who deals the killing blow, like Falzer, should get more credit than we give him. That's definitely what we, uh, what we should be recording, is who gets the killing blow. Because he killed... Um, <laughs> I let Kozer and Shaft and Bryn do a bunch he of damage, the, and then I just throw a spell at the guy. The ogre. <laughs> and like I never realize it or treat him like he's killed all these yeah. people till you listen back, and then give you're Falzer like, oh, yeah. <laughs> Do we get credit for the assist? <laughs> no, I mean... <laughs> yeah, you'd have to. You'd have to get the assist point, too. Gozer's just a beast. Gozer is a beast. So, so dis- despite these two episodes being, or seventeen, eighteen being like bottle episode, you guys got a lot of information actually for, about this mountain. Yeah, there's a lot of crap in there. Yeah, there's a as far as I mean, it, just its inhabitants alone. That's like a lot of information. What there was, there's ogres. Not really. It's it's the cavern hotel. There's some, there's <laughs> the, right? There's some uh, rooms up top, not well lit, has uh, not you know not really that comfortable. As you go down, there's a you know, like the couple garages there where you keep your wards. Just like any other hotel, there's bed bugs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bed, that's right. Bed bug bug No bears. concierge service. <laughs> you have to crank yourself in the elevator. I mean, come on. Where's the elevator <laughs> right. boy? You should have made an elevator boy like Budapest hotel style. Like, <laughs> <laughs> There's ogres, hobgoblins, goblins, potentially some other wargs. Bugbear. Bugbear. Bugs. What's a hobgoblin compared to a goblin? It's like a it's like a goblin leader. They're smarter, more organized, bigger, scarier. Yeah. I've never heard of. Yeah. So the the three the three goblins, bugbears, and hobgoblins they're part of the goblinoid family. It's called, and they're just, you know, they're they're close. They're they're basically like related as like cousins, kind of. You can kind of think of it that way. Do bugbears look like bears? Uh, not really, no. I was picturing, like, a big roly-poly fuzzy thing. They're more like apes, actually. They're mm. they're bigger than the hobgoblins, right? Yeah. So it's like bugbear, yeah, hobgoblin, and goblin. They're bulkier, but they're bulkier. less... In, less uh, they're on two feet? Smart, right? Like, I think the, so, the hobgoblin so it's, would typically it's be the leader. They're, the hierarchy within the goblinoids, yeah. Especially with... with uh, with uh, Volo's Guide to Monsters and the additional information that was released in that supplement. Yeah, the Hobgoblins are like, they're like the tacticians and, and, and like warfare-centric. Right. So, so yeah, they They'd would be, be the empl- employing a lot of strategies. Yes, exactly. Like, they would be in, in the, the leaders. Bugbears are basically like gozers. They're just brutish, hulking. They, you know, the, the, they like to get paid, but they're kind of lazy, though. They like to take naps all the time and... They work when they need to and when they're getting enough compensation for it. And then, of course, at the bottom of the pole are, are poor little little goblins who mm-hmm. basically just follow the might. They just, 
so if someone comes a lot stronger comes along then they're yeah. they're either going to flee or they're going to try to kowtow to it and uh, that's kind of how they function so that so they're they're kept in line by of course you know bugbears bugbears are really bullies too but that's pretty much what how they're kept in line and how the hobgoblins i guess the hobgoblins like pay bugbears and bugbears keep everyone in line so it's weird it's kind of a because you always think like well bugbears are like the big bulky like the powerhouses but they're not kind of at the top of the chain so. sure the muscle yeah exactly I just yeah. picture them being really fluffy. Well, they're, <laughs> they're not good for cuddling. They just, Probably more yeah. more bristly hair. That was just like the picture I had. I don't know. I I, I mis misremembered. Uh, I was thinking like owl bears, which is a whole other thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think owl bears would wreck the party. <laughs> they came out of back of owl I really like what you did at the end of sixteen with a little extra story at the very end. Oh yeah. That was very nicely done. Some foreshadowing. That was fun. I wonder how many people stuck stuck around and, and heard it. For the after credits. They can, I didn't they, hear it till you told us about it. They can go back now. Well, also, the, the version I had originally sent you guys didn't have it in it. but Right. Oh. I wouldn't have it's heard the, it's it. It's the one on the air. It's the one on the air, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's there. Yeah, then I heard it. Yeah. Yeah, that was the... Um... Well, it doesn't say who it is, but... Yeah. I'll, it kind of says who it is. Listener to listen to it. <laughs> yeah, I think you can put it together. Originally, the reason, so like I had, you know, I had sent you guys way before, um, not you, Patrick, but everyone else. The um, it was, it was, I don't even think it was a, quite a final cut of session of session sixteen yet, but I hadn't included it yet because I didn't want to spoil it for you guys. And since in recording, we've kind of cut up to these events that were kind of laid out. So, you know, there's. It's not no longer a spoilie, but we got you know you guys realize and and discovered this thing on mic as opposed to you know hearing about it and then oh it kind of comes around a few sessions later and it's like okay cool this is happening now we already knew it about it but oh yeah no we <laughs> yeah, were no, not expecting cool. it right right yeah, no that was, that was cool yeah I hope to do kind of more stuff like that I like that you did that it was a cool description of all the wreckage that we left behind. <laughs> it made me think of the Goonies when uh, Chunk and Sloth were going underneath the country club after the rest of them had already gone through, and all the pipes were all messed up. And like, yeah, they've been through here. <laughs> well, I think it also kind of shows, you know, that you guys do have an impact on on the world. Yeah, like, we do. <laughs> there are consequences to everything that you guys yeah. do. <laughs> So one thing I noticed uh, when we were recording is, is there seems to be a little confusion on skill checks rolling a 20 versus action or attack roll rolling a 20. Yep. And what that there means. Was, I have, I continue to have confusion with that even. Right. Wasn't it with <laughs> Much Bryn? more recent Didn't... recordings. Well, like Did I get is... another critical taken away from me again? Because that just happens all every episode at some point, right? <laughs> I've got some spells that that are either I roll for an attack roll and see if that is a high enough roll to beat the opponent's um, AC versus I cast a spell and they have to roll a like. Oh, okay. that's, that's that not is what something different than what. Oh, you're talking about something different. Yeah. Okay. So like Emily she said is talking skill about. Checks. If I if if I get Brenda to make a stealth check, which is what a stealth is a right. skill, right? And she rolls a natural twenty. That so uh, rules as written on on skill checks, a natural twenty or a critical fail are not a automatic success or an automatic fail, respectively. You still add any of the bonuses you add to that, and you still get a numbered result. Uh. Now, so. We have like we've been flip flopping back and forth on how exa- how we're handling it. We never really explicitly stated or like laid it out as a rule. So <laughs> it is kind of on me that the confusion is still exists because I have been like, okay, cool, you got a natural twenty. Let's yeah, you're just gonna do it. Um, I don't care what. It your was me. I think that like I had already rolled and I was like, well, whatever you decide, I'm doing. I succeed because i rolled a 20 like i already had a 20 there it was one of these episodes yeah i think so but yeah, no i, I would have to add Emily. my modifiers 
Yeah, because in order to pass a skill, Leland tends to have a number in mind that you have to beat. Right. So it could be like a 30 that you need to beat, so rolling a 20 is not going to get it. Automatically, you have to add your bonus to it and see if you beat it. A cheap lock, if you're going to pick it, could be a 10 or better. And a, a highly uh, locked up vault might be a 25 or a 30 for you to do it, so you have to have your bonuses, right? Right. That's what he's saying. Yeah. Yeah, I... I mean, I understand that, and I kind of don't like it because the entire game is built on rolling dice and randomness and how you deal with that randomness. So I I really like the idea of basically, by some fluke, anything is possible if you roll a natural 20, right? Like, mm-hmm. if, you know, I, and so that's kind of what I, I, I lean towards just, like, rolling with a, a critical success like that and a fail of course i don't know how do you how do you guys feel about that yeah I, it, it kind of what for me would be a little bit disheartening to accept the reality that which i, I guess i could see the other side of the argument where you could say well it makes sense some things are impossible but for example if if you don't have a great bonus in the skill, and even if you roll a 20 it doesn't matter because you don't have enough of a bonus to boost you up to a 30 um, right. So you're never going, you might as well not even roll because you can't possibly do that, which is not as much fun, but also in the same... More thematic. Yeah, if you're not if you're not practiced in that skill, the, it makes sense. Right, yeah, right. it does. Yeah, like Bryn's, I think my highest skill would be stealth and I could get a max of 27. So I could see Leland knowing maybe where some of our skills are that we're skilled in and being like, all right, this is going to have to be 21, 22. But I would never say to make it a 30 where we can't get it. What's the point? Well, well that's sort of why I tell you when we see something like, hey, why don't you sneak up there? Right. Or why don't you try to pick this lock? Because I know you're going to have a better skill. Yeah, uh, yeah. My sleight of hand is things. high too, but I think it's only plus five or something. But yeah. Well, also keep in mind the application of some of those skills is not just against a difficulty check number that I decide. It could possibly be a contested check against someone else's role. Right. Like mm-hmm. with your stealth, Bryn, uh, Elena, with stealth. <laughs> Liana? <laughs> Liana, who are you? <laughs> so, like, if you say you critically succeeded, you roll a 20 on a stealth check, and, yeah, that's a 27. If the creature looking for you, though, does roll a 30 then yeah. that's still that's they find you right so so it is it is dependent on on some of the the application and, and how exactly the skills function in terms of gameplay mechanics as well i don't mind you using your abil- like i don't mind you using your dm power is that Powers. the right word to decide <laughs> yeah for the story right. for the and circumstance some things do need to be impossible right like if i suggest that i'm gonna jump off a cliff and i don't i want to survive the fall (laughs) even if you got critical that might be impossible right right (laughs) yeah yeah and uh, yeah exactly i guess that is there to deter that kind of behavior i mean obviously i'm not gonna let you do something that's ridiculous Mm -hmm. i mean we should let falzerin do whatever he wants (laughs) (laughs) here's an umbrella use it like a parachute It's a magical umbrella. You're a magic user. Mary Poppins it. Yeah, that would be sweet. Well, I mean, so in that example, though, the like when you fall, you fall. And when you take damage, when you take falling damage, you fall prone. I don't, they're, and even though we have done this in the past, allowing you guys to do dex checks to avoid falling prone or, and or damage, which again, we flip flop on, like that's not a rule. That's just something that, well, I mean, and we again, it is application. We've applied it when you guys are, you're not just falling, you are like jumping off something in the middle, of doing some other maneuver kind of thing. So let me let me flip this. So at what what Falzerin was saying earlier there, or Bill either, I was talking about his spells. Most wizard spells are going to require the uh, target to take some kind of a save. You don't have a lot of uh, direct roll attack spells as a wizard. So therefore, if you're playing that way, would if if the creature that he was attacking rolled a natural twenty, would you go ahead and give it to him? Well, yes, because Falzerin's spell save DC is garbage. So <laughs> right. that, that's, that's a success. 
that's a success. But again, we are talking about the difference between a saving throw and a skill check. That is the distinction there. Completely different things, okay. completely different rounds. Well, okay, okay. But, a okay. saving throw always has a specific number that the target needs to beat, right? Right. right. Mm-hmm. Whereas with skill checks, it's a lot more in flux. Yeah, I have That's trouble differentiating the two. I, I understand what you're saying, but um, if you asked me a week from now, I'd, I'd probably get them confused. But to the to the for that same thing, say if if Falzerin's uh, spell DC was twenty two, and yeah, someone rolled a, a natural twenty, no, they they still fail that. What's, that what's the quickest way to to make that happen? <laughs> <laughs> level up. Yeah, get, yeah, exactly. Get to level Roll twenty. Roll better stats. Yeah. <laughs> Kill some I more rolled bad guys. terribly when I made Falzerin. Poor guy. You did fault. have the worst beginning stats out of all oh, four, yeah. four of us. Yeah. At the time, I was like, oh, it's okay. I'll just roll with it. But you do use them for a lot. Yeah, I do. <laughs> I don't know if I trust Emily's stats after all of her little uh, I didn't even lie until way after we started that. Nat 20, nat 20, nat 20. <laughs> She's like, oh, Gozer's got 18 strength, like all this stuff. All that was legit. I probably would have distributed my... I maybe would have distributed uh, one or two of my rolls a bit differently in hindsight, but I don't know. I heard you die in 19, so don't worry about it. <laughs> Spoilers! <laughs> we'll see. Stay tuned. Hope Falzern wasn't your favorite. <laughs> that would be a hard own, thing not to spoiler. That'd be a hard thing not to spoil. On After Party, we start talking in the in the past tense about a character. Oh, shoot. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Gozer was amazing. Wait, what do you mean? Yeah. Or we're all, just, we're all just, like, really sad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was the most downbeat After Party ever. <laughs> it's actually a funeral. Yeah, I was just going to say We all that. have eulogies prepared. We could do that if that ever happens. I, if Bryn dies, I will write her a eulogy for sure. Yeah, but I'm glad to hear you're so attached. Yeah, no one else is gonna do it. I really am. Only after nine days. <laughs> <laughs> she have like, to give the eulogy. Like six months, but. Yeah, yeah it's been a while. No, that's that's great. Nine I mean, that's days. that's the fun that's the fun thing about it, right? Yeah. I don't think we particularly get along very well yet. No, but I'm saying I like me so. You like you like Brynn. <laughs> yeah. Well, Falzerin, I mean Falzerin is pretty he he wants everyone to get along. He's <laughs> he's just hoping that the party will, you know, be one happy party that uh, gangs and together. Not leave him to die. You're using us. Well, you wouldn't be safe <laughs> on your own. Yes and no. I don't necessarily have any ill will for any of you guys. You're using us to distract people while you steal stuff. Yeah, that, that's it. <laughs> yeah, Mr. Good. The good par- character in our party. Chaotic good. Well, I will, I will tell you, each and every one of you party members are using the other one. So. Yeah, that's true. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Ghosts are definitely using. Yes. And the GM isn't hurting them. Hurt, <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of little scuffles with Gozer and Shaft again. Like, uh, I stick my foot out to Tripper and all this stuff. Like, those two oh, every yeah. time. It <laughs> gets me yeah, every time. I don't think that's going to get any better in the near future. Yeah. Probably not. No. I'm going to sub- officially submit sleight of foot skill check to <laughs> right? Wizards and see if I they like can it. incorporate it into a <laughs> yeah. edition. I like it. <laughs> um, listening back, I felt like at the end when we got out, like, I was trying my best to grill Wolfgang and Vixner. Vixner, <laughs> let's just say what it is, Vixner. But I didn't know what questions to ask. So, like, if there's any more information we didn't get, we like, didn't do... I just didn't know what to ask. I was I was convinced he was holding out on me, though. Yeah. I could... So you fell bad on just threatening. Like, <laughs> threatening could... to murder, right? Well... I could tell that you were, <laughs> you thought there was more and you wanted to grill him, but I think what we forgot was doing, um, Asking Leland to do a check to see if he's being truthful or not. Or asking nicely. Or that. I or mean, intimidating. Do as an a last resort, check. we could do that, I guess. Yeah, I, I will say you guys do very few um, insight checks. Yeah. And I, yeah, that's that's kind of the weird thing is like I can't always like ask for them, right? right. I know. Mm-hmm. I think sometimes, at least personally being new to this, I get preoccupied with and we've talked about this before, like moving the story along. So 
we can't incite every single thing or else that would be really annoying to yeah, listen it's, to. It's hard to find a balance between doing that nonstop, but also making use of it to when you need to. Sure. But Bryn knew. You can't stop Panning to ins- for gold. inspect <laughs> every rock. Bryn doesn't know shit. <laughs> 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 yeah, I'm really curious to know what what we missed out on finding out. We'll have to wait for next time we are back in that area. Who knows? Maybe run into Wolfgang again? Maybe. Maybe. I mean, there is a common theme of things coming back to haunt us. That's that's very <laughs> true. Literally. They're going to chain us up and put a bunch of raw meat around and feed it to Gozer. <laughs> well, see, uh, that was all actually part of their hiring process for the the elevator bellhop boy. So you just come <laughs> you completely ruin any of their potential employment prospects. That's true. That was really what our, we were there for. <laughs> That's right. As I said, the ogre down on the second floor down, or the first one we went down, uh, he was supposedly relatively nice, right? Well, I mean, we attacked initially. He did ask why we were trying to kill him. Yeah, um, I felt. I, but we didn't hesitate. I started to feel bad after we, after we laid into him. I was yeah. thinking to myself, "Why are you hitting me?" We probably could have <laughs> talked to this guy instead of just killing him. Yeah, yeah, that was a little. That was a little aggressive. It was a little uncomfortable. Yeah. Sorry, we already started hitting you. There's no point in talking we can't to you stop now. now. We. <laughs> Poor guy. <laughs> well, I mean, even even the the first ogre at the at the gate before he even got into the cave, like he was not hundred percent aggressive. It. He started it. Gozer no, no, no. was not going to attack. Gozer, you you lipping off? You definitely started it. Wasn't me. It was Shaft. Shaft was lipping <laughs> well, off. It was one hundred percent you. Nope, nope. <laughs> I went up there to get the damn lantern back because I felt bad about <laughs> knocking you in there. You didn't feel bad about yanking me off the wall. No, I didn't feel bad about yanking you off the wall. Yeah. I felt bad about the lantern falling in there. Oh, so I was okay. going to get the lantern back, and I wasn't going to fight him, and he said it was his, and I was like, okay, that's fair. I knocked it in there. It's your lantern now. And I was done. I wasn't going to attack. I remember going differently, but okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, might be, it might be how it happened, but that's not the way I And then Shaft spoke up. And cause a ruckus. You didn't, yeah, I mean, just because I say something doesn't mean everybody has to get all pissed off about it. The ogre got pissed off. You could. The ogre got pissed off. Let it roll off your back. I mean, this is a growing thing for Gozer. You need to learn how to take criticism. It's my fault. Things like that. I don't. I don't need to take criticism. See, there you go. This this is where the problem (laughs) ensues. Look, there's two dead ogres on uh, on your head. Along with a bugbear and what else? We didn't kill a bugbear. We didn't. Oh, we, we escaped didn't. out of there, but... That's right. We got out stu- of there. Like, Emily, you play the character so well, but I get so annoyed. Gozer's going to <laughs> accidentally... Oh, yeah. You know, it's like, are you freaking kidding me, Emily? Like, That was on. bad. Didn't or it's like, Gozer's going to drag her axe along the wall. It's like, please, like, stop playing her so well, please. <laughs> Yeah, that was funny. I did not see that coming. <laughs> Chaotic. I think you guys probably could have handily mopped up those ogres, though. The ones yeah. sleeping? I'm really curious yeah, to see. The ones where it was just the two of us around the corner? What a bugbear does. And a, um, what's the other one? Hobgoblin. Yeah, hobgoblin. Well, there were quite a lot of hobgoblins. Yeah, that uh, that one might have been a little difficult to get. I, was, I would have been concerned after the the shatter, though, just everyone running over there and meeting. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. maybe yeah. it wasn't. It was a really wise choice. The best right? choice of not spells. The best thing to do. <laughs> no. I, re- I well, really was not thinking very far ahead. I'm just like, oh, this spell looks like it can our, do a lot of damage. Not Let's super choose that one. Stealthy. Mm-hmm. It elicited our, our third bleep. Oh right. <laughs> third, our third bleep. Of right. The campaign. Yeah. yeah. You made Leland so bleeping. Oh, I was killing myself when you did that. Oh, man. That was so <laughs> as soon as you guys reacted, I was like, oh, no. What, what have I done? I think it's all part of him being new to wizardry. So, like, he's looking through his spell cards and he's, like, looking at damage, I'm range. At, yeah, yeah, and exactly. then he doesn't realize what it does. 
Mm-hmm. Once again, for your very first character, a wizard might not be the best choice. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, wizards are tough. Yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot to learn. I think you're picking it up just fine. Mm-hmm. I, I'm enjoying it. I mean, it, despite the mishaps, but... <laughs> It makes it more fun. It's yeah, it's it's what I've always like. I grew up thinking wizards were super cool. Loved reading fantasy books when I was a kid, so it was kind of, I kind of couldn't not pick a wizard. You have a lot more creativity, like with, you know, in fights. Like basically, well, I'm like, I draw my bow. Like that's yeah, that's good and bad also too, because it, I've started to play falls are a little bit differently when it comes to fighting but the first handful of sessions i was like really wanting to be creative and do things that were probably not haven't been done a million times is you know just slinging magic missile at people um but that doesn't always cause a lot of damage when you do those sorts of things <laughs> sometimes you just have to pick a spell that's going to do a lot of damage and just do what it does yeah and you also I mean, you're an evocation wizard. That's yeah, right. Yeah, I didn't choose <laughs> yeah. like a so path the school of, of magic. You being a, an illusionist or, or anything like sure, that. sure or conjuration or something. Yeah. Well, you're using your spell slots. Like he's finally using more spell slots and stuff too. Yeah, so. you're firing off, and you're we're really we really are seeing like your your power creep like get exponential. Too. Right. Yeah, and I think that's. That's kind of the way wizards go. They they start out pretty weak and then get better. So Patrick, you said you used to play D and D. Tell us a little about what you when you played and what oh, characters gosh. you've had and things. I mean, I, I was you know twenty years ago. I was second edition. Yeah. And um, I liked Rangers a lot. Um, you know, just pretty traditional stuff. Uh, I I didn't like the the spell casting. I think it was a little bit different back then. It was very very much, you know, very limited spell using and memorizing spells every day and having limited abilities. And uh, generally played humans and and or maybe halflings. Um, really didn't get into the, the demi-human races or whatever you call them very much either. I uh, had, had some friends, you know, we just played, you know, we played in the basement at my friend's house. You know, if you watch Stranger Things, yeah. the opening scene there in the basement, that was us. That was me and Dan and, and Jeff and... Mike playing in the basement <laughs> every every night. I was gonna say a pretty regular, regular, pretty thing. pretty regularly, like on weekend nights or whatever, playing all all hours, eating eating Doritos and drinking Mountain Dew until, <laughs> until <laughs> all hours of the night, uh, and uh, and uh, and just playing forever. And uh, you know, and then and then we and then we stopped. And then it was fun. It was funny. Uh, we got together some more recently, and. Um, some of my, me and me and my friend Jeff, uh, he he he's been moving around to the military, but we got together when he moved reasonably close to Fort Knox. We got together for a weekend, and his kids and my kids, and we were they were you know in their late teens. We got together for a weekend and played some D and D. That was fun, and uh, uh, gave his his son, my godson, an uh, extra set of books that I had. And uh, what else? What else have we done? We tried to do one locally, but the kids just weren't into it. You know, they wanted to kill everything. So they were like, <laughs> I don't know what that's like. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, you know, uh, but I've done lots of everything. I, I, everything. I'm. I've. I veered off into other role playing things. What are, What other role playing games have you played? I did a lot of superhero stuff about the same era. I did um, started with villains and vigilantes and champions. Champions role playing. It's a superhero based role playing game. And it's, it's, you know, I really enjoyed like making characters as much as I did like doing stuff. So in Champions, it's, it's almost like an engineering math problem, like building characters. If you've ever seen the game, it's, it's super complicated. Like you got to buy all your points and you got to do this spreadsheet and balance everything out. So it equals the number of points. And I had as much fun doing that as I did actually playing the game. But anyway, I ran that a lot. Um, you know, I would take some some hero and I would I would make versions of everybody like a version of Iron Man or a version of Hawkeye or a version of you know whomever uh and just put my own twist on them or combine two into somebody else uh and I had a lot of fun just making those characters and then 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 run them against my uh my heroes and um but everything I mean I I've 
I would just buy books just to read them. I have everything probably there for Gamma World with mutants and, you know, uh, the James Bond one from the 80s is probably one of the best games I ever had. I love that one, that system. Did did you ever DM or GM? Any yeah, I GM Champions. That was the one okay. I always ran. Yeah, that was that was the one I always ran. I never, and I didn't run, I had a friend Pete uh, that ran the, the DM groups for us. Was most of the time. That was always the challenge. No one wanted a DM. <laughs> I guess we're lucky we have Leland. Yeah, not the case with us. Yes. So, um, yeah, we're lucky that way. We were. I mean, you guys are lucky that way. Um, but I mean, Pete was good at that. But you know, the other challenge too is just nowadays it's just regular time to do anything, right? Mm-hmm. When you're when you're adulting. I think I think D and D was really big back, and I did the same thing back in second edition. It was it was a really big thing, and then it sort of. There was still an underground, you know, throughout third and fourth edition and everything, but it really made a big comeback in 2015 with fifth edition. And now you see it everywhere. I mean, it's really exploded and, and, uh, it, it was neat. That's sort of what got us back into it. We, we bought, uh, uh, Descent and a few other dungeon crawl type games back then. And the more we were playing is more, we reminded me of playing D and D and, and it yeah. was sort of. Sort of got back into it. Next thing you know, we're spending more, just as much or more time playing role-playing games as we do board games. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I'm really glad we got back into it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was, it was a lot of fun to just be able to jump in. I mean, that's, I think that's the beauty of board gaming, right? Is it uh, something that just takes a shorter amount of time and kind of gives you that feel? The things like Mansions of Madness, not Mansions of Madness, what's the one with the tiles? Is it mentioned where they're where they're dungeonless? They're you know the app runs it now, so yeah. you don't yeah. have to yeah. have Second a DM, edition. right? Yeah. I think you're thinking yeah. of Mansions of Madness. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Is that what I'm thinking of? Okay, <laughs> I don't have it. I have my friend has it, but anyway, where they're where they're they have that feel of a role playing game, uh, but they're DMless, right? right? So you can just sit down in an afternoon and and have 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 that scratch that itch. Right. Um, it's not it's not the same. I'm not saying it's the same, but it's right. it's it's still. There's some things out there that give me that feel. Yeah, I don't like them. They 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 put me out of a job. <laughs> <laughs> no, like I said, they are not the same. They're hardly the same. You don't get attached to your characters, right? That's very true. true. Yeah, not yeah. as much. Yeah. So, if you were going to make a D and D character today, what would you make? Oh gosh, I, I know the hard hitting questions. I don't know. I've always wanted to make a wizard. Yeah. You know, My man. I'm kind of jealous of Bill. Casting those cool spells, but what spells? <laughs> which ones? <laughs> which ones are cool? <laughs> well, just being able to cast spells. Okay. I mean, I've just, I've just never, you know, they've done wizards. Like I've said, they've done wizards different over the years. Like they've, they've split them off into different kinds, like the warlock and the sorcerer, and yeah, yeah, like, like I don't even know how to describe them because I've just read about them, but I've never ever played them where. Like ones where have, they have an inane amount of magic to them, and they can cast a certain amount number of spells. And then there's other ones that like like Bill's kind, where they still have to memorize them every morning. Uh, so there's different kinds of magic used, and I don't even know what there is anymore. I don't. I don't have. I don't think I have fifth edition books. I may have them digitally. Yeah, basically everyone can cast spells in five e. <laughs> it, yeah, kind it's of, like every yeah. damn yeah. every damn class has the capability of. of Moving into some type of subclass, it gives them some spontaneous spell casting ability. Sure. There were feats where if I took the feat, I could have cast a spell. Do they still have monks? I like monks, too. Oh, yeah. 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 I thought monks were pretty cool. Monks are pretty powerful. Yeah, yeah. Eighth level monk in one of our other uh, games that we're playing. And and they really, Mm -hmm. they can move and they can do some hellacious damage. Yeah, if you can survive the low levels, that's... Yeah. Because you can't wear any armor and all that stuff. They can't hit you if they can't catch you. Right, exactly. Right. <laughs> so yeah, I've uh, you know I'd have to I'd have to remember. I've probably played lots of things. I just can't re- remember. I thought druids were cool. Yeah, I like the druids. Um, you know, you guys are missing a cleric. You really yeah. Need a cleric. Oh, <laughs> are yeah. missing a cleric. Tell us about him. We know. I've played so many clerics, so I just couldn't do it again. Yeah, it's it's one of those thankless jobs, right? You know. I mean, it, it is. It's better now than what I've heard it used to be because I can get up there and fight. Yeah. And because uh, I can wear armor and stuff, it's just playing the same type of thing over and over again. It gets a little old. Sure. Right. 
So I, I've never played a barbarian before, so that's why I wanted to do that. Oh yeah, it's more challenging uh, without a cleric, but I think you know I'm, we have a pretty good support group. I'm glad right? that right. that you that you picked a gozer because I think oh, yeah. it's made it pretty interesting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm trying. <laughs> I think if you if you play it right, you have the the tank that's holding aggro, right? Yeah. Basically, yeah. she yeah. nothing can really get by her, especially with her new feats and and such. And then you have the the backstabbing. Mm-hmm. Going on with Bren, which can do some hellacious damage. Shaft um, can hold his own pretty well too, but he tries to avoid combat as much as possible. And then you have, you know, your your blaster back in the back. And when you get up to fifth level and you can really start winging some spells, it, we don't have to worry about damage that much. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I think it's going to be a different story once I hit fifth. Don't say that because Leland's going to throw bigger things at us. <laughs> He's going to do that anyway. I I, I, I will say uh, up. To- like currently the enemies that you guys have faced have not been particularly intelligent nope uh or strategic or tactical so just keep that in mind yeah (laughs) we you like eased us in well i think um yeah it hasn't felt easy but but at the same time it was a bit of an idiot (laughs) that was one of the things that we had a hard time with the kids was you know, when was it smart to fight? When was it smart to run away? You know, mm-hmm. I'm just picturing that scene where Shaft literally ran, da- like dashed, 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 and like didn't do anything but run around. Remember that? Right. I made it all the way to the cage <laughs> and then all the way back. Yes. Yes. <laughs> dash, dash, dash there. Dash, dash, dash back to the elevator. That was and fun. Then down we went. Yep. I just love that it Wolf all like, got a hit. in real time, right? It all happened within seconds, and so Shaft's yeah. just yes. like running just back and forth, little halfling zipping around. Yeah, uh, like it was like it was like maybe twenty seconds of that fight. Like I love mm-hmm. it. a single a single ogre for your leveled party is not difficult at all. I mean, Gozer basically took on a ogre one v one in 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 session sixteen. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's almost they're not they're not a high challenge. No. Rating I wonder what would happen if. Are. If Falzern took on an ogre by himself, <laughs> I wonder. We may never know. <laughs> Bopped on the head. Yeah. <laughs> we shall see. Episode nineteen. <laughs> the death of Falzern. The next like after you know, party. That's why. Be I yeah. Is it in nineteen or is it probably twenty? I don't remember how long it took us. We probably argued for thirty minutes about where to go to sleep or something. <laughs> Which sounds... side of the He's river to first go down? Watch. Yeah. Oh my goodness. I'll sleep for forty-five minutes and then. But, but but first, I had to I had to discuss the difference between a short rest and a long rest. Oh yeah. Yes. We failed for the to do the time. We failed like to do like insight story. checks or take our time in battle. But no, we'll sit there and discuss <laughs> how to travel. What's the best way to travel? The like. Well, I I am starting to cut out some. Uh, redundant rules okay, reminders uh, in some of the episodes. You're too, you're too kind. Yeah. Good, good, good. Oh, so, so we're going to have to record for an hour and a half each episode so you can take that. <laughs> I took 30 minutes of, of reminders. All right, I'll have to write that down. I think I got you covered, John. Wait, Don't what do I? What it. modifier do I add to my <laughs> attack roll? Like every every episode for like. <laughs> How do we do it? What do you add to initiative? Yeah, what do we add again? I just just think it is educating the listeners. Well, because in reality, we've maybe so this is episode eighteen. We maybe had like four sessions, five. I'm trying. Our sessions tend to be pretty so like, and you go a month in between breaks in between. Yeah, Yeah. like at the beginning, Mm -hmm. we have much bigger breaks in between for sure. Yeah, we're trying to do better with that. Try and record more often. We've we, we've played seven distinct times at this point. Oh, that's oh, it. That's... Up to these episodes, or like yeah, total all up to up to these episodes. Oh, really? We, we played more. than We that? recorded Patrick's episode when was it? Like early April. Hmm. Yeah, me. something like that. I think it was something like that. It was it was pretty yeah, mid April. I think it was like mid-April. April fifteen sixteen. Right. Yeah. So we're. Yeah, we were ahead for we were really far ahead for a while. True. Now we're about a oh, month. Yeah, I so. just got back from somewhere. You were New in Orleans? New Orleans, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we remember. Yeah. Exhausted. I was exhausted. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Patrick. 
Well, everybody's going to be at Origins, right, Leland? See you there. <laughs> <laughs> On our phone as we walk them around. Yeah, you're going to have to we'll get, hang out me in. and We'll get one of those little... Um, little robot on wheels that yeah. has the laptop on it nice <laughs> i'll control that <laughs> we we did have a request from our our good listener ian to run a uh a D uh session at origins for all of our characters yeah i think that would be awesome Little if we can make shot. that work a one shot with uh, with, with his with know. this journal thing that he's been doing it sounds really cool it's, it's with, a little course, different from D and D. With Leland's permission, of course. Well, we won't. We don't need his permission. That happens. It's, it'll be like. <laughs> it'll be like a. It'll be like a dream. Well, I don't want to feel like we're cheating on Leland. Well, any experience or anything we get won't count. So. <laughs> yeah, that's true. In fact, I might dock you some. No. <laughs> <laughs> so basically, like, have our character with all the current stats, but then. Yeah. None of it matters. Yeah, I hadn't caught that yeah. that bit yeah. of the plan. That sounds cool. That sounds really fun. Yeah. We'll see if Leland's been teaching us the right rules, because Ian's the one that always corrects us, right? <laughs> right. He does seem we to play- know the rules. <sighs> we played on Friday with our other group, and Rob was our DM, and, and I was asking him um, how he wanted to do something. He's like, well, do you want to play by the right rules, or do you want to play by Rob's rules? And we're all like immediately, <laughs> Rob's rules! <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> it's not a... It's a lot better, more favorite towards us. So it's like, we'll, we'll play with it, Rob's rules. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of the little caveats in, in under a few rule sections in 5th edition. Like a small little detail that you miss, if you, if you miss, it completely negates the purpose of the rule. <laughs> Makes the interpretation very different. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, Are we talking and, and about catapults or what? Okay. I'm just kidding. No, I, I actually, I actually wasn't. But that's... <laughs> Spoilers. We'll get actually, there. I, I was thinking uh, about surprise actually. Mm. Surprise is like that thing that everyone always screws up. I think we got it right. Did we I'm get a sure surprise round? Uh, not in this batch of sections, but in an upcoming one, we had a, a, a situation of surprise. We, I think we played it right. Pretty sure we did. Did I uh, get my little whatever? I, when a creature surprised, it's a critical hit. Yeah, yeah, you know, we did? gave that we gave that to you. Okay. Um, but the way surprise works is like it's not like a, a full surprise round. We might I might have called it a, like a surprise round. Yeah, you did. But basically, it's just you just go through the initiative like normal, and if a creature is surprised, they can't take any of their actions, right? But they get. They get to. They are then allowed to take reactions after their turn is passed in the initiative. I think we screwed that part up in one of the upcoming. Yeah, that episodes. doesn't sound familiar. Yeah. So, so the thing is, if you if the surprised creature's initiative is higher than the creature that is surprising them, then they get their reactions. Oh. Afterwards, right? That could change things. It 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 could in in some instances it it can change things yeah like with Falzern if you have a higher initiative than a creature that snuck up on you you act you technically act first even though you can't do anything but you then get your reaction to be able to cast shield should they try to hit you I see whereas if they have a higher initiative than you you don't have that reaction until you've taken your turn and would no would not be able to cast shield right. to protect yourself hmm. right yeah so it, it is an, an instance of subtlety in which gets screwed up a lot and and i think it is again it's something that comes from older editions and the way it worked in older editions being ingrained into a lot of people's thinking and it just like this mm-hmm. this word this word of mouth that gets passed down as far as how how to how to play something right and, and like a rule set like the rules for monopoly <laughs> exactly yeah totally exactly or or uno apparently <laughs> Really? Did you hear about that? No. Apparently, no. Uno addressed, oh, yeah. addressed on yeah. Twitter or somewhere online that basically we've all been playing Uno wrong. What? <laughs> Something to do with the wild card, right? You can't play a plus two after a draw two after a wild four I or something? I think you can't stack them. Yeah. Oh, we yeah. always stack. Oh, yeah. We used to just murder each other with those. Just stack a whole bunch of them. Uno's addressing this now? Yeah. Yes. What the crap? Invalidating our childhoods. Hasbro or whoever <laughs> well, makes it, whoever makes the game. 
How often, I mean, do you guys play Uno with keeping track of points? On the reg. No, I'm just We don't even own yeah. Uno. It's been a long time since I played Uno, but... Oh, see, Uno is really fun when you when you play it like that. Like how you're, I think it's the actual rule set of it, where you get docked uh, of cards left in your hand when someone goes oh, out, right. kind yeah. of thing, right? Yeah, yeah. And you know, some cards are worth more. Like I think if you get stuck with a wild or something, yeah. it's like oh, yeah. fifty points or something weird like that. You mean play it like Find an a... adult? What? Wrap my head around <laughs> the statement. Uno is fun. Uno is fun. No, huh. L- Llama, the SDJ nominee, is very much kind of like L- Uno. Hmm. If you look at it, uh, I haven't played it, but when you look at you know it being played, it's it's like oh, that's kind of like Uno. What's this one? L- huh. Llama. Llama. L A M A. Okay, I haven't heard of this. It's nominated for a Spiel des Jahres. Tina, you fat lard, eat your dinner. What? What? Sorry. What? <laughs> I, don't, I don't get that reference. Someone, <laughs> someone out reference. there is gonna understand it. Okay. The, the one listener who gets it, tweet at me. I love you. It's <laughs> a Napoleon Dynamite. Tina's the llama. Oh, Come on, people. Got it. Okay. Come on. And he goes, Tina, you fat lard, eat your dinner. He's got the plate. It sounds a bit familiar, but yeah. Okay. It's a movie yeah, that's more fun to quote than it is to watch. More fun to quote than it is to watch. Oh, yeah. Spoonfuls over. Just that's so true. Flicking. It's so much more fun to quote it than to <laughs> yeah, watch it. Here's, that's really true. But you have to watch it a lot to quote it. So <laughs> It's a give and take relationship <laughs> that, that the common viewer has with Napoleon Dynamite. Uh, you got to put the time in. <laughs> that's for sure. <laughs> I quote. I think I quote Napoleon more than any other movie. Yeah. I quote a lot of Dumb and Dumber. In Austin yeah. Powers. Yeah. Those are your two go-tos. <laughs> I haven't seen either of them in forever, but I don't know. They they just stick with me. I might occasionally quote Princess Bride. I was gonna say that's mine. Mm-hmm. That's just a good. Have fun storm in the castle. Anytime, <laughs> yeah. anytime Alan leaves the house. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. Why don't you give me a nice paper cut and pour lemon juice in it? <laughs> <laughs> and of course, to believe. Yeah. And then my favorite is, "I'm not a witch. I'm your wife." <laughs> that that's a little telling about my. Marriage there, isn't it? Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm not a witch. So he's calling you a witch. Hmm. Uh, John's very silent. I don't see how I'm getting drugged into this. Yeah. <laughs> I know he's silent. been silent for 20 minutes. And it's, <laughs> it's already happened, John. It's too late. Hakuna Matata. Well, I think we're tangenting pretty hard here. Way up. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we do. So did, does anybody have any closing remarks? For sessions 16, 17, and 18. Yeah, the few of you that listen, send some questions because we don't have questions from you guys. Well, part of the problem is that we haven't released all the episodes yet, well, maybe. That, that's be. true. I'm glad you choose to believe that. Unfortunately, we're recording this before all of them have dropped. But Okay, I interrupted Patrick. I, I just guess, yeah, I had a good time. Thanks for having oh. me. Yeah, we had a blast. Good. Thanks so much yeah, for great. carving out the time and for coming back for the after party, too. Can't wait to hear your next guest. Yeah, you, Who's that you took the risk of your reputation to come on yeah. the show. So. That's true. But the good thing is, it, it's just a few people that are going to hear it, so we can just imagine, right? Yes. We have very small reach, so you're probably safe. Yeah, you're probably I'm safe. I think uh, Patrick's the reason why we hit a thousand. Leland had hey. little faith, and uh, that may be right. Oh, that's right. We killed it. Yeah. Wow. I, I yes, Congratulations. I showed concern that we would not meet our arbitrary goal. That's correct. I'm you very happy against to be us. proved incorrect. I was that was that, that a thousand total or just a thousand? Now, Patrick, at one time? don't bring us down. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. Patrick, your episode got a thousand <laughs> listeners. You know okay. what? I was all about having him back someday, but after that comment, I don't know. Uh, d- due to uh, unforeseen complications, uh, internal bleeding and such, Wolfgang died off screen. She knows the song. It's been stuck in my head. Oh. That elevator fall did more damage than we thought. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> Good night. <laughs> yeah, thanks for joining. Yeah, that was good. Do we do we want to? We should maybe have Patrick plug his stuff again, or? Oh yeah, plug it up. All right, this is uh, Patrick Hillier. I am found on Twitter at over the Hillier, and you can find all my other stuff on punchboardmedia.com. Thank I, you, Patrick. I do suggest 
you do suggest you go and look at your numbers before this episode drops and then after and see what kind of spike you get in your numbers. Okay, I, you I will get? do that. Yeah, <laughs> let us do that. Let us know. Okay, I will check that right now. Can it go negative? <laughs> I was going to say, I was going to say, how do we, how do we only get good news out of this? <laughs> Leland, you want to start a signing off? Uh, sure. I've been Leland Steele. I've been Emily Detmer. I've been John Detmer. I've been Liana Adio. <laughs> <laughs> and I've been Bill Adio. Thanks for listening. Bye. And that's our show. Our intro and outro music was created by Josh Jarvis. For your own musical inquiries, contact jamesmercymusic at gmail.com. All other music and ambient noise is courtesy of tabletopaudio.com. The Encouragement Party is sponsored by Critical Hit Design. Visit criticalhitdesign.com for all of your graphic design needs. You can find more info on the characters and world at encouragementparty.com. Enjoying the show? Have any questions or rules corrections? Email us, contact at encouragementparty.com, or reach out on social media. The Encouragement Party on Facebook and Instagram at EncouragablePar on Twitter using the hashtag AfterPartyIP for a shout-out during our behind-the-screen after-party episodes that drop every fourth release. Happy adventuring! Very good job editing, by the way, Leland. Oh, thank you. He does, actually. All As much as I like to harass him, he makes us sound pretty good. Mm-hmm. He makes me sound all right. <laughs> no, that's just how you sound. <laughs> Wait till you meet me in person. Oh boy, I won't be able to apply all my filters. <laughs> <laughs>